Stay the way, stay the way No matter what life brings You've got to stay the way Praise the Lord. Thanks for coming to join me today. The Proverbs, and we are looking at Proverbs chapter 15 because it's the 15th of the month, and we would be in Proverbs chapter 15 simply matching up the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs, and that way we have a battle plan for each and every day. I want to ask the Lord to bless this time and that he would lift it up according to his Holy Spirit. Amen. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth that it brings, the light that it shines in these dark times. We thank you that we can trust the facts, the truth, the solidity of the word against all things. That this is the only truth that we have. And we ask, Lord, that you would magnify it in our hearts and minds today as we go through it together. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The 15th, Proverbs chapter 15. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. So if you want to pick a fight, pick some grievous words. That's a very simple negative application of this very first verse. And you don't have to do that. You can say, you know what? I'm going to answer softly. I'm going to pray and answer with what the words, with what words the Lord would have me to use. And that's such a huge key in conversation, in relationships, in reconciling. The goal is, of course, to be reconciled and have a good relationship with each other. And that's what God's trying to teach us to do. Be soft in your answer. Verse 2, the tongue of the wise uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. They're going to share foolish things. And so you know when something is off because it sounds foolish. That's an intuitive tool that the Lord has given you to know this is not a place I should be. The eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is the tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. So to be prudent, we would need to take some time and understand what it is, right? Prudence He's telling us, if you receive instruction, if you regard reproof as being corrected in love, it's, it's a loving thing to do. The Father corrects those whom he loves. We're told that in the Bible. And so receiving the correction is a key. And if you're prudent in receiving, if you do receive those things well, uh, for example, if I'm constantly speeding and I get a ticket and the ticket the officer says, hey, you need to slow down. It's dangerous out here. And I do slow down. I'm, it's a very tiny example of being prudent. I've received his correction. And so you can apply that in your life as it seems fit. I pray that the Holy Spirit would speak to you and give you an understanding of that. Verse 6, in the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. So in the house of the righteous is treasure. And what treasure might that be? Well, it doesn't, it's very rare that that includes a financial treasure. It's usually, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and almost always, maybe always, you do your research, maybe always, treasure is in heaven. 
We are, as believers, to be treasuring those things which are to come, not rejoicing in the time that we have. Now, I'm very thankful. I'm very excited for the time that I have right now. On this earth, this is the closest that I will ever be to hell. And thankfully, I can enjoy life here and now, but I still have a battle. I still have a spiritual battle. I have decisions that I have to make. And and here we're told, but in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. So the wicked's revenue like what they bring in, in their time, that's troublesome. So if I don't want that, I need to spend my time with where God shows us. For he tells us that he is the way, the truth, and the life. So I want to know more about the way that Jesus wants me to live. And doing these Proverbs each and every day is a great way to keep you on track. Verse 7, the lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doth not so. So do I talk about God's word more than I talk about anything else? Do I talk about God's word more than uh, sports, more than finances, more than cars, more than spaceships, more than technology, more than anything, more than games, more than phones? Do I purpose to share wisdom from the Bible? And if the answer to that question is no, well, then we need to make a change. Like as a humble, obedient, loving servant of Jesus Christ, I need to be able to say, no, I definitely need to refocus my time. Verse 9, the way of the wicked, whoops, verse 8, the sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. So uh, God is giving us this, if you sacrifice, but it's wrong, Right? The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. He doesn't like that. It's not received. And we're taught all about that in the Bible. Um, A lot of times people would offer up sacrifices of their money, of their property, right? I'm giving to the Lord. But he doesn't want he doesn't want that. He doesn't need your stuff. He owns everything. What he wants is a relationship with you. And he tells you right here, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. He is well pleased with your prayers. Even if they're short, he's well pleased with you talking to him. Just like any relationship where you love and appreciate the person that you're uh, most interested in, that you would say, oh, I love this person. For like, I love my wife, right? The Bible teaches me that my wife should be my most highest priority relationship on this planet. And if anything gets in the way of that relationship, it's wrong. It's sin. I'm, I'm, going, I'm, I'm telling you that it is sin for me to value any other relationship beyond my wife on this planet above any, anything else. Like right standing. Now, Jesus is above that relationship. So if Jesus tells me to do something my wife doesn't like it, I need to be obedient to my Savior. However, because my wife loves the Lord... She's almost always on page with just saying, I I don't care what you do, just make sure you hear from the Lord. Well, that's encouraging to me as a husband. And husbands and wives need to be encouraging. And so my encouragement is that I love her and I ask the Lord to help me love her the way that she needs to be loved. And those two things go together. And we're very blessed because of that. Let's continue. Verse 10, correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way. Remember, we talked about the way, the truth, and the life. That's what Jesus said. And in the finish of the verse 10, it says, And he that hateth reproof shall die. 
So if you're unwilling to accept reproof, you will perish. Verse 11, hell and destruction are before the Lord, how much more the hearts of the children of men. A scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, and neither will he go unto the wise. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance. But a sorrow of the heart, by the sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. So a merry heart, you know those joyful people that you love to be around, that there's an opportunity where you have heard them and you're like, wow, they're so happy. Well, I'm telling you, that's not, that's, that's, happiness is temporary. Joy is from the Lord and they have that joy and it's contagious and you're like, you know what, I, I want that, I want that. It can bring you up, lift you up. Verse 14, the heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feeds on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasures with trouble therewith. Better is a dinner of herbs, where love is, than a stalled oxen hatred therewith. A wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. It's kind of a repeat of verse 1, isn't it? It's interesting. The way of the slothful man is a hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is made plain. I want to repeat that. The way of a slothful man is a, as a hedge of thorns. So it's, it's difficult. You, it's very hard to go through a hedge of thorns. But the way of the righteous is made plain. So are we taking action on the things that God has shown us to do? Wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despiseth his mother. A folly is a joy to him that is destitute of wisdom, but a man of understanding walketh uprightly. Without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in a multitude of counselors they are established. A man that hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good is it? That's one that you just, like, you want that on a business card? You want to throw that out whenever um, people are down because this is what joy can accomplish verse 24 the way of life is above to the wise and that he may depart from the hell beneath the lord will destroy the house of the proud but he will establish the border of the widow god's going to take care of the widow he's going to take care of the children but it's our job as believers to step in and make a difference there the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. That's encouraging. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts shall live. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. How do we answer people? The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. Again, we're repeated that praying is what God's looking for. The light of the eyes rejoiceth the heart, and maketh the good report, maketh the bounds fat. It makes you healthy all the way to the very core, the marrow of your bones. The earth, and that heareth and reproof of life, abideth among the wise. And he that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul. If you won't listen to the correction, it says he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. God's going to teach you. In the last verse today, verse 33, the fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. So Lord, if we need that humility in our life, I know I do, please lift it up.
please help me to come to that place. Please help anyone who's listening to come to that place of humility before you. And if they don't know you as Savior and Lord, that they would change that today by saying, Jesus, I need you. I need you to fill this empty hole in my heart, which I've been trying to fill with drugs and alcohol and sex and money. And all those things don't fill. But, but God will. He will fulfill. He will change. He will do all of the things that we've promised in his word today that I haven't promised, but he promised because he is righteous and holy and true. And with that, I pray the Lord blesses you. Have a glorious day in the Lord. You've got to stay the way. 